Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Hello, welcome to the Newcastle Natter. Uh, it's just me, Fergus Craig, today, joined by Dave Watson. Hello. Just the two of us. Yeah, I've dropped, you know... What's up, jelly beans? Just like you told me to, and I feel good. like it's not a good start. I think. I well, you go. Do you go in search of a catchphrase? Cool. And come back with a good one next week. In fact, tweet us at, <laughs> at Newcastle Natter <laughs> and tell us what you think would be a good opening catchphrase. But I have engineered it so it would be just me and Dave this week because we're falling in love. So, Dave, what, what, did you uh, um, uh, did you watch the game? Yes. Yes, I did, um, thanks to the internet. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I had to borrow my girlfriend's computer because mine is shit. I find it really stressful watching games on feeds. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and especially when there's... Because uh, you've got to remember to turn off the little chat box beside it, and you've got to, like, every so often, an ad will pop up or something. Yeah, an ad will come move. in. Oh, Some, someone will suddenly start talking about your business yeah, yeah. in the background. <laughs> I find it really stressful, or the, or the feed will go... But there are apparently um, services that you can pay for, like a, there's a New Zealand thing called the Premier League Pass. Right. And you can acquire that, but it does, like, it, it, it is not, like... Um, legit. Legit. Right. It's fine. Like, you, you can watch, it's like eight quid a month and you get all of it, all of every single game that you want to watch, and there's a stream for every game, and it's in HD quality. Right. But, so, yeah. let's move on and talk about the game. Yeah. Apparently, um... Yeah, apparently we cut out. Ironically, just before we started this podcast, Dave was talking about how ours sounded quite professional <laughs> in terms of the sound quality. Um, but ever since he said that, there's been a continuing stream of technical fuck-ups. But, um, uh, yes, we were talking about watching games 
on a feed. I don't think I will be paying £8 a month for a service in New Zealand that is apparently blocked by British. No, yeah, uh, you've you got to, like, mask your... Um, yeah. So let's talk about the game itself. Sure, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. It was... I mean, I predicted 2-2, two, 2-1, two, uh, two, two, and I was very nearly right. Yeah, and I predicted 2-1 the other way. The so. other way, so I guess you were very but, nearly right. Yeah, but we were... I'd, between the two of us. But I thought... Uh, it was it was two one for quite a while. Um, it was Charlie who got the result right. Did he predict two two? No, he predicted one one. So he got the oh, result, but not the score. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well done, Charlie. Charlie's not here, by the way. I assume he's desperately scrambling to uh, pass his degree. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dave, was it a good performance by us? God, it was like. It was the best. The first seventy-five minutes were better than any of the football last season. It was genuinely. I think it was. Even though we we didn't get we didn't get a home win, and even though um, I think there there are still places where we're weak and blah blah blah. I think the style of football is much more suited to the fans. I think the fans enjoyed it a lot more, and I think the uh, the new boys that we've got will work in um, McLaren's system. It was an encouraging uh, style of football yeah. and formation, I thought. Mm. Um, so the big thing, I think, when the lineups were announced, the big thing that everyone uh, was worried about was the fact that Obertown was starting. Yeah. Um, we, actually, we actually got a tweet from, from someone <laughs> suggesting that uh, he's worried... The, uh, oh, Alex! Uh, sorry, Alex. I'm going to pronounce your name wrong. Alex Baguley, Bag. Get a better spelt name, Alex. <laughs> Alex Baguley. How's it spelled? B a g u l e y. It's that U that oh, makes you. Because it could be like Baguley, or could it be Baguley, or Baguley? <laughs> Alex Baguley. <laughs> um, He's he, he said. Anyone else scared that Obertan playing a major role? I mean, I would say to uh, he didn't he didn't have a brilliant first half, but not a particularly bad one. He gave the ball away a couple of times. It's, it's it, I think it's because you're always worried that he's about to do something shit, but so, he didn't yeah. do something awful. But I th- I'm thinking the reasoning behind him him playing you could see quite early on is that McLaren obviously wants pace on the break. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Obertan on the right, uh, Sissoko was on the left, wasn't he? No. No, sorry, the other way around, yeah. yeah. And uh, Wijnaldum in the middle. Mm. And on the break... Oh, my God. That's that's quite frightening. And it came into effect for the... I mean, I'm not going through the game chronologically here, but it came into effect with the second goal. What, yeah. Cissé was just able to ask a question of Obertan, can you fetch that? (laughs) <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah, yeah. And then Obertan is one in the past and probably in the future to put in a dog shite cross. Yeah. Put in, to his credit, a brilliant first-time cr- ball. Oh, that, that, that reminded me so much of... You remember, you remember when it was like uh, Dyer and Bellamy and Robert bursting forward from... Uh, from like, yeah. From any time we had a corner... They like the opposition team couldn't commit that many men to a two-hour box because we'd sit with those three on the edge of the box or a little bit further up, and just waiting to spring the offside. Yeah, and not the offside, the, the counter rather. And it oh, 
I, I was off my feet and punching the air like it a was a great reason. goal. I think what you might see if Cisse continues to start, which he might do and mm. might well deserve to, because he does. I mean, last week we were sort of saying we wouldn't really mind if he went if we bought Charlie Austin, and yeah. maybe that's still a case because he's you don't doesn't tend to be fit the whole season, Cisse. Yeah. But he does have a bloody good goals to game ratio, he, even if he is bundling the ball over the line of his chest. He does, yeah. I know, but actually that could work in favour of an argument about keeping him, but not starting him. Right. Because he seems to have Bring that. him on when Mitrovic gets sent off. <laughs> we'll come to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, like, so if we do sign Austin, and there's yet more rumours that we've tabled another bit and all the rest of it, start with Austin or Mitrovic, and then if, you know, if it's 2-2, or if it's 1-1, or if it's 0-0, or whatever, or if we're losing the game, bring on Cissé, because he has this odd knack of finding a goal from... I mean, that, that cross from Hydara... It might have gone in itself because it was just one of those fluky took a deflection off the, yeah. the the right back. It wasn't it wasn't a great cross that was finished well. It was a deflected cross that he he took a gamble on them missing. Like, yeah, he's he in the right a, place. He well, he's, an, yeah. he's a natural goal scorer. There's yeah, no doubt about yeah. that. I mean, what I was going to say was with the pace of Wijnaldum, Sissoko, and Obertan, hmm. I think you might often see. Cissé holding back because I mean he's not <laughs> slow but he's not quick yeah. like them and uh, you might find Wijnaldum the one in the middle uh, oh. in the future quite often do, do you know early comparison oh here we go early comparison <laughs> here we go his, his no, time. note this down guys <laughs> note this down his uh, ability to arrive at the, in the box at the right time yeah. carry speed he just right, can time okay. his run. Yeah. Like the, the the chance early doors where there was a bit of a shout for a handball. Yeah. Um, uh, was it Sissoko who, who laid it back to him? Can't remember. So, so somebody laid it back to him and he timed the run perfectly so right. that he, he... You could see it in the build-up that he just... He took the foot off the gas a little bit. So the the defenders were backing off to, to, to hold the line against the on-rushing forward, which I think was Sissoko. Sissoko pulls into the box and as he's pulling into the box Van Alden's unmarked there's nobody within 10 yards of him and he's on the edge of the box and he tries to place it into the, the corner and yeah I don't think it was a handball because it was it would have been like really soft to get it and Newcastle don't get penalties so we didn't get that but hey he was he was in the right place at the right time and he just has that ability just to keep things ticking over couple of great little um, like short passes that don't look spectacular but it's just the the bit of class just that just opens the game up a bit and like you're saying with the the pace on on the wings because we we definitely um deliberately exploited the flanks yeah um they exploited our left because they obviously see Hydara and Obertan as a weakness legitimately so because um I think like it's like 39% of their attacks went down the their right flank and then the, it was like, oh, it would be more than that. It was, it was a lot more. Anyway, might have been even. Yeah, I think the other way around. It certainly, yeah. I mean, both their goals came from the right, didn't they? And, yeah. uh, and they were getting the ball into the box quite a lot from the right. That was worrying. Yeah. Um, um, we'll come on to the defence in a minute, I guess. Hmm. Um, 
but yeah, Wijnaldum. Oh, I love it. he looked good. He yeah. looked good. And I don't know if Obertan will continue to start. Perhaps he'll, um, perhaps he'll earn his place there. Um, Cabela wasn't even on the bench. Is that an injury thing? I can't yeah, think. I th- or is well, it, I don't know if he's he going? still injured. Perhaps. He might go. Maybe I, he's not fit. He didn't really play think, pre-season, did he? I don't think we'd be willing to take the loss that we would inevitably take if we sold him this season. Yeah. Because when we sign him for 12, there's no way we're getting 12 million. I just wondered whether... We'll, I guess we'll see, but I wonder whether Steve McLaren just doesn't fancy him. Oh, he's the right kind of player for Steve yeah. McLaren. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's technically capable and works hard. And I I don't think he's got the pace of, say, Aaron's or Obertan, but mm. he's, he's certainly another option in the centre. Because when De Jong came on, the game just ground to a halt because he's got no pace. Well, De Jong... He didn't really get much of a look in, did he? And that was quite late in the game. But it was it was quite a strong bench that we had. Yeah, yeah. No Williamson. <laughs> yeah. Um, no Cabela, as I say. It was Aaron's, De Jong, Mitrovic, Perez. That's quite a strong bench. Mm. You know, and Aaron's lovely, and lovely. Perez didn't get a look in. I, th- yeah, I, th- I think with, with fine, Aaron's, you know, I was going to say, I think it's just... I think he was on the bench because, I don't know, if we were like four four goals to the good bring him on and let him stretch his legs a little bit, but I don't think... Well, I think it was to do with the circumstances of the game. Obviously, Anita went off injured and Toyota came on. That, I, I was going to bring that up, that. Yeah. That was the pivotal... If, if Anita had stayed on the pitch, I reckon we would have won that game. I felt like I was watching a different game to other people there, because after the game I saw that a lot of people were saying that and that, and that Anita had, had been great, but... Maybe I was just blaming a lot on him, but I felt like he'd given the ball away quite a few times. Mm, not really. I, I can understand Maybe that. Maybe just I th- once. You know when someone gives yeah. the ball away once and it just sticks in your head? And it's that, it's that confirmation bias you were talking about before with Obertan, where you felt right, like yeah. he was... And to be Confirmation fair, bias, good phrase there. Thanks very much. Good name for a small town band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a pub band. Yeah. We are confirmation bias. <laughs> um, just do... Um, Pink Floyd covers. Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? Yeah. So if, Anita, if Anita yeah. had stayed on the pitch, I, I, I think the the job that he was doing, um, we because we were something we had something like was it sixty percent possession we had, um, overall sixty. I think it was a sixty forty, which against a, a team like Southampton, yeah. it's no no it's no mean feat. When he went off, you could see the the. the our legs were also getting tired and we just started giving up the ball a little bit. Well, Chiote hasn't really played... No, no, I'm not playing uh, him. ...since January. Um, what did you think of Mbemba? Right, well, first of all, Mbemba, as I'm sure nearly everyone must know by now, arrived at the ground in a tux. <laughs> I mean, that is a statement from the off, isn't it? <laughs> I love that. You think I'm just yeah. another bog-standard <laughs> Premier League player? <laughs> What's what's the dress code, boss? Uh, tux. It's a tuxedo. Hi. Now, what, I would like to know. <laughs> I would like to know the full uh, story behind that. Is he like? Well, is he a character, and he knows that it's a bit crazy to wear a tux, and he's trying to like yeah. say I'm quite a character, or is he just like? Uh, they're like, and um, wear something smart. He just wants <laughs> to create a good impression. He thinks that's what. What uh, a that's, suit. It, w- yeah. that's his first the first thing that comes to his head when he thinks suit. Yeah, I would like it if next week he turns up in like a top hat and tails. <laughs> 
<laughs> with like some opera glasses and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Be, yeah. I, I, I have to say, I'm not really going to blame him for the Pella goal. Um, I think he was outjumped by arguably one of the top two or three offensive attacking, uh, sorry, offensive like headers of the ball in, in the Premier League. Like Pella's yeah. amazing in the air. So I'm not really going to, like maybe he could have done better and maybe mm. uh, later in the season he wouldn't give up that kind of goal because he's got some leap on him for a 5'11 centre-half or six-foot centre-half. He's got some leap and he was, after that, he seemed to, I don't know, um, gauge it a little better. He definitely looks like an athlete. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's too early to say, but yeah, he looked committed and he looked like, as I say, an athlete. But, I mean, him and Kylo together and the defence as a whole, it wasn't a great first outing. I mean, it's obviously the first time they played yeah. together. Neither of them has played much pre-season. But um, it was a little depressing to see what was so clearly our weakness last season the put the ball in the box against Newcastle yeah because there was two goals but there was also a couple of saves mm. from Tim Krull and a couple of bad misses yeah Colbert with a great block yeah so yeah but then I'm talking just about yeah. aerial just putting okay, it in. yeah we, we could have easily conceded a couple more there yeah I think that's but then that's um, if you stop the cross True, so, but you stop the cross, but also... You need to be a little bit sharper in the, in the air. When, uh, when you've got a couple of defenders in there, mm. and when a, a ball comes into the six-yard box, or just into the box, the defending team should be the favourites to win the ball, I feel like. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's usually the case with most teams. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's the case with us. I... I get where you're coming from. I, I do. I really do. I think once once the, that unit gets used to each other, and um, once like the best thing for us right now would not to spend thirteen million pound on Charlie Austin. It would be to spend five six million on a decent left back. Like because I, I, I like Haidara. I do think there's a good player in there, but right now he's definitely the weak spot, and it's an obvious weak spot. So. It's something that opposition teams are going to target. Yeah. And they'll put things down the right-hand side. And his confidence will keep taking a, a beating because every game he'll be giving up a chance because of well, the amount of pressure that he's under. I'd like a left-back. There was talk of us quite early in the window about uh, us being interested in Tyrone Mings. Yeah. Which didn't happen, but that shows that we were at least in the market for a left back. But I get the feeling we're not going to buy anyone anymore. I think we're I'd done be now. surprised if we. I'd be surprised if we went out and signed a first team player. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we picked up a couple of like young, like even Ivan Tony, kind of you know, like one for the future, right? For, yeah, for yeah. like un, like a million or under a million or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But we're not going. I, think, I really think we could do... The thing is, I think almost every team in the Premiership right now is saying, I really think we should, could, could do with a, a centre-back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's just not that many good defenders around anymore. No. But we really could... Not in the Premier League. ...do with one. Cause that's, because that's, I, that's the big thing. It's not just getting a good centre-back. It's getting a good centre-back with experience of the, uh, of the Premier League. Because there's yeah. no point in us going off and signing... 
another Yanga and Biwa if if he doesn't work in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, Sylvan Distan went to Bournemouth, was it? Yeah. He's experienced. <laughs> There's I a mean, difference between exp- like having some experience and being pensionable. Pensionable, but we've, we've um, signed up Cola. Three-year deal. Three years, which is... A bit odd. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, done well there. <laughs> yeah. The only... I mean, is it just to scare off suitors? Maybe. But... I mean, oh, 30, he, he, he's, what, 33 now? So he'll be thirty-six by the end of and it, he, and, and maybe, he's not. Maybe he, he looks a bit off the pace. He didn't have a great year. He hasn't. He's not right. Can I just? Yeah, we're putting out misinformation here. Oh, sorry. He hasn't got a three-year deal. Oh, I thought he signed was... a one-year extension. So it means. Oh, I'm sorry. It finishes in two thousand seventeen. So he's got two years left with us. Two years. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that makes a lot more sense then. I thought it was a three-year deal. I'm sorry. Or, oh, or oh, hang on. What I'm looking. It says contract duration six, like June 2017. Brackets plus one year. Does that mean there's an option after? Oh, I don't understand. I think it's. I basically think he just signed an extension, and he's done in 2017. So, anyway, okay. Either way, I think he's done well to get that deal, and I think he's. I mean, it makes. To be fair, it does make sense for both the club and the player because that. So that that contract means that we've got him for another like we've got him tied down and there's no there's no like questions about his future this season yeah and hopefully by by next season Mbemba will be more settled and I pray to God we go off and sign a good quality English Premier League centre half not many of them not like an English not- Premier League centre half like an English in- Premier League centre half right okay yeah because, yeah, there's not, not many... Remember 10, 15 years ago when there was, like, Terry, Ferdinand, Sol Campbell, mm. uh, Ledley King... Yeah, Woodgate. So now it's, like, Chris Smalling. <laughs> it's, like, English centre-half. <laughs> oh, it's cyclical, though, isn't it? Because we went through a stage where we we couldn't get a, a decent centre-forward and then uh, then we had... Shearer, Ferdinand, Fowler. Yeah, um, yeah that was crazy Sheringham in the 90s. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Paul Dummett's all right. I mean, I mean, what the fuck do I know? But I, I was quite... Im- sorry. I, I'm quite impressed with him in the air. Yeah, he's, he, he's a decent centre-half, but he'll be... As I, I think or is I said he just before, another Peter Ramage? <laughs> I think, no, I think he's more Aaron Hughes than Peter Ramage, but yeah. Right. Not, you know, he's not going to be great. Okay. Um, well, there. I guess we've sort of done the defence there. I mean, should we, let's. We've talked about both of our goals. We've talked loosely about both of their goals. Mm. Uh, we've talked about Mbemba and his tucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, such a stylish guy. Let's talk about Mitrovic. <laughs> That's what we need to talk about. <laughs> what a what a guy! Eleven seconds. I I yeah, think it was something. Like, it was certainly th- they're talking about. Was it the fastest? And the point is, like, I don't care if it's the fastest yellow card or not. Obviously, he had a rush of blood to the head, and it was definitely a forwards tackle. I don't think there was he looked malice. Like when in he it. was standing on the touchline, ready to go on, it looked like it was. Yeah. It was a I'm going to hit someone. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see that later on? He. Um, 
he maybe there's an argument that he led like he gave um Yoshida a bit of an elbow yeah. when he was on a yellow card. Yeah, so yeah, it's scary. He's gotta calm down. Like the- everybody kind of enjoys seeing a bit of a batshit mental case, but he's gotta calm down because it says a lot about football fans actually that like a player comes on and within eleven seconds of their debut does a pretty outrageous tackle that could have got him sent off. I think like so- like I don't think he should have got set off, but Southampton were apparently complaining about it and saying it could have been in hospital, blah blah blah, yeah, whatever. Right, yeah. But like it was a pretty irresponsible thing to yeah. do immediately, yeah. and all Newcastle fans were like, "Yes, love him." <laughs> well, appara- That's what we need: commitment. <laughs> the thing, apparently, um, not only were the fans that saw him do that, like because they were just laughing because yeah. it's like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" But even Jack Colback was apparently walking away with a smile on his I face. Saw, like, I saw the clip what, of that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, apparently there was a lot of laughter I didn't, in the Gallagher. Unfortunately, I don't think he had... Uh, I mean, he, there was a couple of times where he went past the player, but like not... He didn't go like past a player like uh, Ben Arthur used to do, but there was a couple of times where he freed up space with his movement on the ball, Mitrovic. Um, didn't really get a chance to... Well, he wasn't on for long. No. What I quite and, we, and at that point, we were really leggy. And yeah, yeah. I'd like to see him maybe maybe get half an hour or so against Swansea, which is the next game, which is an away game. Yeah. What I'd like to see is... Uh, that's not the set way I meant to start that sentence. Sorry. What, I, what I was meant to say was what I did like to see was that the ball seemed to stick to his feet. Yeah. He seemed to be able to knock a long pass to him. And he could hold it. And he's been compared, and here's me comparing. Yeah, early comparison. Early comparison. But it, it is, to be fair, a comparison that I've seen made elsewhere. Um, Diego Costa. Now, and that's not to say that he's the next no. Diego Costa. I know what you... But, like... The, yeah, there's similarities in not only their brute. game, but their... Because, yeah, there's a bit of... There's a bit of the devil in him. I like those players with God, yes. Do you remember oh, Bellamy? Bellamy was an awful little shitbag. I mean, I loved him. you can cross over the line. <laughs> but yeah, I did like Be- Bellamy. Yeah. He was like a different kind of one, though. He was. Yeah, he was a bit was more a snidey. Yeah, yeah. He was a chatty one. He wasn't like tough in the tackle yeah. or anything. Um, Shearer used to throw elbows and, you know. Yeah, he did. He was a bastard, really. Yeah, Neil Lennon's face yeah. remembers quite yeah, yeah. how. Uh, I tell you, speaking of early comparisons. I was watching, uh, what's it called? Premiers? Pre- Premier League years. Or, Premier League. Yeah, yeah, I know, you know which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, they were talking about the signing of uh, Nicholas Anelka to Arsenal. Right. And uh, he was known at the time as uh, the next Maradona. Really? Yeah. The next Maradona. Got that one wrong, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> then, like, what? Eight years later, he's at Bolton. <laughs> I mean, he had a great career, Nicholas yeah. Anelka. Very good player. Ended with anti-Semitism. Um, so, uh, from anti-Semitism to uh, Joey Barton's having his medical day at West Ham. <laughs> That's not. I'm not calling him an anti-Semite, but he uh, apparently is having a, a medical at West Ham. When I left the house. We'll yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anything since then to say that he's passed it or not. I, I, 
they're basically reconstructing Newcastle United 2010. Andy Carroll, big Kevin Nolan, Joey Barton. Yeah. It'll just... Which is crazy. I was... I mean, Joey Barton, I I knew that he was free. Hmm. And I wondered, oh, will he get another Premier League side? He's just too toxic. Who's going to take him? Slavan Bilic. (laughs) Slavan Bilic. When those two inevitably fall out... I'm gonna yeah. have to leave London because yeah, yeah. the the fallout's gonna be ridiculous. I, I if he passes, I can't see him playing that many games because I think West Ham have got like that. They've got that sixteen-year-old Payet or Diego Payet. Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, anyway, Payet and that sixteen-year-old. Oh, um, Oxford, Reese yeah, Oxford. Yeah, that's I'm just a bit worried that it was a. Uh, it was a good first. It was a good debut performance by the sixteen-year-old. But if I was if I was Slavin Bilic, I wouldn't start him in the next game. I'd have him playing with the kids again. I'd quite like. I quite like Joey Barton as a footballer. Oh yeah, yeah Joey. Um, so I'd quite like him to stay in the Premiership. Just is it, it, it just as long as it keeps us from hearing his smug commentary for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Did he hear? Apparently, said that. He was the best player at the um, at, at the game. I can't remember oh, which yeah. game he was watching. He was, oh, he was commentating on some Radio 5 oh, game, and he was it. like, well, I'll tell you, the best player here, he's not even on the pitch, he's sitting right here, kind of. Right, It's okay. like, oh, oh, Joseph. Right, and he wasn't talking about... Um, oh, I can't complete that joke because I can't remember the name of the commentator. Never mind. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. I'll tell you, um, another ex-player... Who did well this weekend? Uh, Johan Gabay got a goal for, oh, would, for Palace. Swear to God, you you didn't he? You revel in this. Yeah. You, if Palace were relegated, you'd still go. Yeah, but Gabay yeah. got seven goals, didn't it he? Well, it was a well taken goal. <laughs> uh, all power to them. Hey, um, Johan Gabay is a very very good player. He's a he's a good signing for them, but uh, he's more. He's more injury prone than you'd want your pivotal player to be. Maybe, maybe. And the window's not shut yet. And if the big clubs come sniffing for Yannick Balassi and um, like Jedinak and a few of the others, Palace will struggle. And Palace will struggle at some point in this season because Alan Pardew is as likely to take them on a run of four wins as he is on a run of five losses. Uh, well, we'll see. But a lot of people are tipping them to do all right this season. We will see. Yeah, like Ian Wright's tipping them to win the League Cup or something. Well, That's just because Ian Wright's an ex-Crystal Palace fan. Yeah, yeah. And Pardew's love. Well, League Cup is always the one that people predict. Like, I'm going to predict something a little bit different here. <laughs> I'm going to predict something quirky. Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> but it... League Cup's actually it's been the most entertaining it's been more entertaining than the FA Cup partly because the big clubs don't take it as seriously which means you get more you know you get uh, us beating Chelsea in the League Cup and you get um, I can't think of it like Liverpool who did Liverpool get knocked out of it was something like Oldham or something like that I can't remember we beat Man City away last year in the League Cup there's a question do you think this season we're going to make a go of it in the Cups. Are we actually going to try? It's really tough because th- our first four games in the league 
are it's a really bad start for us. Like the, the fixtures, and I would I would say that if we don't do if we don't get another like two three points from these next three games, the pressure will be on us to get up the table quicker. So we might field a weakened side in one of the league games, the league cup rather. So that the next game we've got a really strong squad for the the league game, so we prepare well, ourselves up the league. If that's the case, then I guess the hope would be that we get a, uh, a lower league side in the league cup. Yeah, well, I, I honestly think that if we, although because that's of, no guarantee with Newcastle United, Brighton. Um, if you look at, I mean, look at the Stevenage. bench we had. Carry on. Look at the bench we had this game, and consider that Mitrovic might be closer to starting and stuff and you look at Aaron's will be fit hopefully uh, um, Obertan De Jong you could put out a fairly strong side Perez yeah Perez and we could be playing with uh, like a Dummett and Steven Taylor at the centre half and against a league like a, a lower league side you want big burly strong yeah. centre halves more than you want Chancel and Bemba there's a player who's out of the picture. Be interesting to see if he plays at all this season. Riviere. Yeah, yeah. That's He's a, like, yeah. He wasn't on the bench. No. Goufran. Um, Goufran. Wasn't on the bench. Marvo. What's going to happen to those players? I It'll be interesting. So. Uh, come the end of the season, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think Riviere will go because, again, we won't be able to sell him for close enough to his value because we signed him well, close enough to what we paid was six million. We won't, we won't be able to sell them for six, so I don't no. think we'll be happy making a loss. We'll probably try and farm them out on loan, though. What we do have to remember is that within about a fortnight, we will have eight players out for six months with injury because that is <laughs> what always fucking happens. And I'll yeah. tell you someone else who was out with injury, Ronald Koeman. Yeah. Koeman was, was like across, <laughs> across the banner on Sky Sports. It's like um, Ronald. Koeman, Ronald Koeman out with an Achilles injury. <laughs> <laughs> Is he player manager? <laughs> like, when have you ever? He was a hell of a, of a player. Yeah. Like, obviously, like when Gerard Houllier or whoever had a yeah, heart attack. Yeah, yeah. When you when when they're like really ill. Yeah. But have you ever heard of a manager being out of the game with an Achilles? No, no. That's really weird. <laughs> I thought they were like he's in a cast. Yeah, but you can still uh, like sit on a bench. Sit on a bench. Yeah. <laughs> But they got his brother to help. Was that was it nice. Just that his brother was just like, his mate, "Can I ever go?" Yeah, maybe it's his like mum. Yeah. His mum has made him take his brother Irwin along with him yeah. to Southampton, yeah. and then she like, "Just n- come on, Ronald, let him have a turn." Oh, but mummy's rubbish. No, let him have a go. I think that's what it was. Well, wh- wh- which one's the easy one? Newcastle away. Okay, you can have that one. Was if there ever has there ever been a a brother, a partnership managing. Certainly not in the Premiership. In fact, have there ever been two brothers who have managed in the Premiership? Uh, I don't think they have. I can't think of any. But then it's really because the majority of managers are ex-pros. and There are lots of... uh, Brothers in... Brothers. But are there? Well, the Nevilles, obviously. Yeah. Oh, and RIP to Neville Neville. Yeah. The Wright Phillips... Yeah, but they're not. The, they're, they're still playing. The, the Roonies. Yeah, they're still playing. Yeah, no, the Amiobis. <laughs> they're still playing. So, but that they've been brothers in the past, and that the Charltons. 
Yeah, Bobby and Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have both actually managed, didn't they? Yeah. They did both uh, manage. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, did they were ever... Were they ever... Uh, yeah. Did they ever manage against each other? That's I can't think of it. Yeah. I doubt it. That, I wonder if that'll ever happen. I'd like to see Sammy and Tommy at Amiobi face each other. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen in the MLS. Yeah. I tell you who's doing well in the M- MLS. Who's that? Obafemi Martins. Is he? Yeah. He's doing really well for the Seattle Sounders. They're, I tell you, when next I'm over in uh, America, I want to go to Seattle to watch. Yeah. Watch, and um, Seattle Sounders and the Portland Timbers, because they're both apparently, you know, really good... Where really good atmospheres like and stuff. Hipster town. Oh, did you see the, the... The States is quite... Soccer is like yeah. a hipster sport in the States. Well, it's got a bit feisty. That's, Has it? Yeah, the New York Derby. Um, brawls on the street with hooligans throwing chairs at each other and, so, and oh, the like. Oh, good for them. They're getting good right them. involved in the, uh, the English football <laughs> like style. They're in, like it's summer in Belgium. <laughs> Was that, I bet they all went to Weatherspoons for a meal first. Yeah. Curry Club on a Wednesday. Oh, good for them. Uh but yeah, Armin Febby Martin's doing quite well. I always liked Armin Febby Martin's. Here's the thing. The fact that he's doing quite well now, I know it's in the MLS. Yeah. But that answers for me the question, 21 or 28. I think he probably was 21. I, I don't. Cause, because that would make him why? now... Because look like, at Andrea Perlow's like, in a wheelchair and he's pulling the strings in the MLS. I don't think I don't, like the ML, like with all due respect to any American listeners, the MLS is not as uh, as as competitive. Well, no, I don't think anyone would dispute you on I just, that. Yeah, so that, I don't think there's as much. I don't think there's as much pressure, and I think the, the biggest the biggest difference is the the standard of defending and the standard of keeping. All right, all right. I'm just saying they I'm love their keepers a- in the states. They produce some absolutely right. blinding keepers. Well, according to this, yeah, according to Wikipedia, Arbafemi Martins is thirty now, and Isn't if no... he had been twenty-eight, then he would be thirty-seven now. Right, he could definitely be thirty-seven and playing football in the MLS. He's doing well there. Sylvan Distance thirty-nine and playing football in the Premier League. Yeah, but not up front, is he? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Continue. Just send us send us a tweet at Newcastle Natter with uh, the one word answer: twenty one or twenty eight. Which one is it? <laughs> or which, is that, is which that one for... was he? Or thirty or thirty seven? That's the new question. He's dead. Is he thirty or thirty seven? Uh, okay, I think it, we're pretty much. We've covered the game. We've covered the game. We've covered a lot of other stuff. We've strayed into some areas we probably shouldn't have done. <laughs> um, Swansea. Yes, sir. Away on Saturday. Yes, sir. Three o'clock kickoff. Mm-hmm. There's a ground I've never been to. I'd love to go to a Swansea away game. Yeah, it should be fun over there. Um, the Liberty Stadium. What do you reckon? Oh, Swansea, man. one of them teams that I keep on thinking... I keep on thinking they're about to dip, but they they never seem to be in a relegation battle, do they? They they did okay last season. They um, what was the score this weekend? I genuinely can't remember. Oh who. God! Sorry, sorry, um, guys. I should have. I should, they I played. Ah, oh, who did they play? Fucking Dan Sigurdsson was in my fucking dream team. 
I know everyone listening to this knows the result of that game. And you're listening points. to me look it up. And the answer <laughs> is, well, they did brilliantly. They drew 2-2 away with Chelsea. Oh, of course they did, because Chelsea... First game in the season. Oh, sorry. Well, not first yeah, game. Yeah, of course they did. Um, does that, that's... I mean... God, with Swansea, I can't tell. I genuinely can't away to Swansea. We tend to do okay there. But that was under Pardew and not under McLaren. I tell you what, they've I got players they who, do. Can, who are pretty good in the air in the box. Bafatembi Gomi. Yeah, and AU, isn't he? Yeah, he, he was decent, um, AU. Th- oh, did he score that one where he dragged it back? Yeah, I really clever that. in the box. Lovely, lovely. But um, the thing, one, one thing I would say is that um, the two, next two away games will be a really good opportunity for McLaren to, to show off this counter-attacking, like, possession, counter-attacking good style call. that we want. Yeah. Because we're not going to have a lot of the ball, I would no, not imagine. No, Swansea or the following game were away at uh, Old Trafford, so you would have thought both of those games, yeah, we're not going to have a great deal of the ball. And I think if we can go into that, those games with the options on the bench that we had for this for Southampton, then... Oh God, I, I honestly... Like, I'm not being... I'm not sitting on the fence. I, I genuinely don't... I couldn't call it. You know that phrase I used last time? Six to five and pick them. Yeah. Well, that just means it's six to five either way, and it, it, it changes... Okay, yeah. well, what I want you to do now is pick to em. pick them. <laughs> Give me a prediction. All right. We agreed that I wasn't allowed to, to go for a win... Um, I don't think we'll get a win. No, you, anyway. no, 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 you can go for whatever we'll, you want, Dave. I, come on. I think we'll get. I think we'll get a draw. I think we'll get one-one. One-one. Yeah. Okay. I'm tempted to say one-one as well. You're not allowed. I. I'm going to go two-two. I think it's going to be another two-two. Nice. Do you yeah, want I'll to predict any... Um... Only because I'm not allowed to do one-one. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to predict any scorers or anything like that? Yeah. All right. I reckon, um, fucking, well, speaking of fucking... Oh, God. Um, McLaren's banned swearing. Yeah. In the dressing room. And lateness and making people wear suits. I like it. Making people wear suits. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do you like the ban on swearing? Yeah. It's professional. It, it, it's like... But they're all speaking right, as, another as, language as, anyway. He's not going to... I mean, we all know he's like, he considers himself multilingual, <laughs> but I don't think he knows all the foreign swear words, does he? No, but if somebody... If he hears somebody going, puta or whatever, mid, or... Right. I don't know Dutch for swearings. Yeah. Um, he'll be able to tell if somebody's swearing. <laughs> and the po- I think the point is, it's like, right, well, have because you he's, ever... Have well, you because ever, he's magic. Yes. Because he, <laughs> sen- he can sense what foreign swear words well, are. Well, I'm sorry, but the most uh, ubiquitous swear word is fuck. And it, the people say fuck in French and all right, Dutch. Okay, and all we right. should stop saying the word, because at some point we'll get past that E thing. Anyway. Also, uh, I like it because, have you ever worked in an office? Yes. Right. Were you allowed to swear commonly in that office? Uh, well, it was a call centre, so not on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's not an office. But yeah, like. no, I don't. There, there was no like signs around saying no swearing. I know that <laughs> I frequently swore in the office. I'm pro swearing. I think you should be able to swear any fucking time you like. I think kids should be allowed to swear. <laughs> I don't understand why kids aren't allowed to swear. It's not like it's bad for them. 
You've got kids have all got parents who swear all the time, telling them that they can't swear. Yeah. Let them swear. They don't have as big a vocabulary. Yeah, so, but, ah, that's the thing, because if you allow them to swear, they'll use a, a swear instead of having another right. word to use instead of that. Yeah, but so sometimes a, adult, a swear is the best fucking word. Yes, but that's when you know the words to use in its, uh, its absence. So we're allowed to swear, that's fine, but I think it's a good thing that the footballers... What, because the- they don't have as big a vocabulary? Well, they're not bright, are they? I, d- I, think, I think they're adults and they should be able to swear any time they like. The majority of them are... They're not adults. They're all they're teenagers and early twenties. Right, okay. And no, I understand. All so footballers no. basically just do PE for the whole <laughs> yeah. lives. But right. you know, I if there's an error in yeah. the defence, like there will be, God, yes. roughly every seven or eight no, no, minutes. No, no. I, I think there are I like... want Colo <laughs> or Tim Krull to be to not be somebody. going. Excuse me. Do you mind? <laughs> But I, no, it'll it'll be. I think they mean around the training ground and stuff like that, rather than well, I think they should be able in to the heat of battle. Training, I, I mean, I don't feel that strongly about it, but I think it's a bit weird. I think it's. it's bit, I think it. I, I think it's an over overarching, arching thing where it's, it's be like on set, time, standards. Set it's about standard. Set, yeah, it's yeah, about saying standards. we are pros. Okay, fair and, enough. Yeah. All right, we're not going to drink champagne out of a bottle while we're driving our Land Rovers anymore. Right, okay, which of course was the main problem last season. Yeah. Um, all right, so you said 1 1, I said 2 2. I guess so we both predicted a draw on Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff. So we'll be going through the uh, watching it on a feed stress again. Oh, God. And, oh, um, this Saturday? No. Because I'm going to be at a bloody wedding. Oh, so you're not going to see it? No, and I'm at a wedding on uh, next Wednesday in France, so I'm not going to be here for the next show. Right, okay. Well, that's that's all right. Are you going to be all right? Yeah, I'll be fine. I've yeah. got other mates. <laughs> um, uh, the people listen to it for me anyway, Dave. Um, okay. Well, that's definitely not true. Um, uh, one little thing to mention, Adam Armstrong scored two for Coventry. For Coventry. So well done, Adam Armstrong. Big fan of the shot. It would be nice if he um, if he scored a few there and then we had like another youngster coming through. Um, and uh, yeah, so Dave, you're not going to see the game on Saturday, so I better make oh, sure that shit. I do. I mean, you send me updates, please. Yeah, because that's one thing we don't have on the on some of the other podcasts. The other Newcastle podcasts tend to be based in Newcastle. Yeah. And they're like season ticket holders watching <laughs> it. And what we offer is we offer something for our listeners across the world to empathise with, <laughs> which is the stress of trying to watch the game Yeah, when you can. And, uh, all right, I think, that's a, I think we're coming towards a natural conclusion. Um, thank you very much for listening. Tell your friends... Follow us at Newcastle Natter. Like us on the Facebook page. And... Uh, rate uh, us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Review us on iTunes positively. And uh, I've just remembered that Mike sent me an advert to do. <laughs> so I'm doing this at the end. If the technician wants to... Put this into the middle, they're very welcome to, but I think just leave it at the end. No, just stick it when when it cut out. Just stick it in then. It's fine. 
We've signed up with Labbrooks to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you. And when I say we, I mean somebody else has done that. I was not involved in this in any way. But follow the links on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there is a, there'll be a free bet of up to £50 for you. Uh, so go to ladbrooks.com and enter the promo code LAD50. Yeah. All right. You made any bets this season? No, I never bet on football because uh, I've never won a bet on football. Really? Well, I do sometimes bet on football, but I've never won a bet on football. Yeah. Not, not once. So my recommendations, if you want to break your duck, Chelsea for the title and Middlesbrough for the championship as a double, and uh, you'll get some money off that. Oh, that's a guarantee. I'll get th- that's a guarantee, is no, it? No, it's not a guarantee. It's just I, re- I reckon that you won't get great odds for it, but as a double, I think you'll. It's good enough to to, to take. I want a instant on. gratification. I can't be asked to wait for a whole season with that. We'll just get Charlie to knock you off, fridge. and then you've got instant gratification there and then, and then the bets bets to come. Okay, all right, fine, yeah. Um, well, there we go. It feels like this podcast has been ending for about the last 15 <laughs> minutes but uh, everybody switched off it's fine yeah see you later guys have a good week have a lovely day bye sports social podcast network hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.